Welcome to the Big Brain Chungus Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how were the past couple weeks? It's been pretty good. I've been, uh, you know, looking for a new show to watch I've, uh, since The Last of Us is finished. I started watching uh, Yellowstone because it's been a really, really funny article. First of all, first of all, it's a show I've never really wanted to watch. I didn't see the appeal, but everybody's parents have been recommending that fucking show to absolutely everybody. It's hugely popular, so I've been very curious about it. Have you watched it, Anthony? I know for a fact boomers love that show. Is it the one with Sylvester Stallone in it? No, that's Tulsa King. That's, yeah, it's a different one made by the same creator, though. That creator has been been making a lot of shows uh, for Paramount. This is kind of... You know, like in Marvel, we have the Marvel Universe and Disney and the Star Wars Universe, and then we have the Game of Thrones Universe and HBO and Amazon has Lord of the Rings Universe. Gotcha. So it's like a connected universe. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Yes, exactly. So it's a connected uh, universe that's centered around this ranch, uh, okay, called the Four Sixes Ranch. Why I mentioned that is that the actual guy who created the show bought the ranch himself. And he's using the show as a kind of a marketing of the ranch that he owns and, you know, launching products uh, like, hey, you know, you want to feel like a man again? Why don't you, you know, get a steak from the Four Sixes Ranch in Texas? So he's building his branding empire around it. Well, I certainly know a boomer that loves this show, and I kind of figured they started watching it when they started coming in. Uh, walking around with a giant belt, belt buckle, cowboy hat, uh-huh. cowboy boots, and I'm like, oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> oh boy. It, it's basically role playing as a cowboy. No. no, but that's what it is. It's basically the whole Everybody's show. Everybody's a cosplayer. Yes, yes, and that's what the show is about. It's about hey, you know, we know that um, you're pissified in the modern world, and you don't work with your hands, and you don't work with horses, but. How about you come and LARP as a cowboy and you can be the patrofamilia. Your kids will yeah. respect you. The back women when will men were you. men. That's back exactly when, what the show yeah, is about. Back when your wife would tell, do everything you tell her to do and be disciplined and your kids would respect you. And back when you could hit your kids and nobody yeah, would complain ex- about it. Exactly. And your kids would still talk to you after you've been a horrible father. Because they have to, because you own some <laughs> land and you're very yes. important, and everyone in the town respects you. So this show is basically righteous. So, so uh, a lot of studios have been dramas. Okay, a, a lot of these family dramas, um, uh, massacre. So, a game, Game of Thrones is basically sorry, the new one, um, uh, House Targaryen or whatever the fuck House it's called. House of Dragons, yeah. The, House of the Dragon. That one is basically a family drama that's using everything else to, uh, you know, to just make it fun. Secession is the same thing. Power is the same thing. Righteous Gemstones is the same thing. This is the conservative one, basically. And it's it's an actual liberal show, okay? But it's it, 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 it fucking, it basically says you can be liberal ideologically but not be a pussy. Because you can still ride horses what? and eat steaks and drink whiskeys what? and beat women. Nice. And by the way, both Righteous Gemstone and this show and Succession from and actually all of them, they always kill off the mother figure uh, because you know in these family dramas, mom is always gone. That's the same the thing with Disney for that. Movies, though. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, that's where they got from. I think, uh, you know, Finding Nemo. I mean, it's Bambi finding at all every Disney movie, basically. The mom, the parent, gets the mom gets the mom gets whacked, you know. But yeah, exactly. So the reason why I think they do that is because the mo- mother figures in the West cannot be seen as like you're supposed to kind of idolize and adore, and it's supposed to be perfect. And the you know, so the idea is that you remove them because then they don't have to take part in the drama, so they don't have to get dirty like everybody. like dad can be dirty like in Secession, and in this show. But I thought it was really funny because I'm just interested to see. You know why is it so widely popular? But especially with conservative audiences, I don't think that conservatives they love it. I'm like every conservative boomer uncle I have is like I'm exactly like that guy. Yeah, because I live in a city and I don't have a cowboy hat and my family doesn't respect me and I don't have any real power. I'm just like that guy, kind of like yeah, like some people on the internet are like. I am an alpha male or a sigma male, even though I have no friends, no money, no women, no nothing. Not respected. I don't go outside. <laughs> I'm smelly. I have no discipline. I don't clean my room. Uh, I yell at my parents to tell them to stop uh, entering no, to my buy, room without knocking. To buy, me the, to buy me the latest phone, you know. Yeah. But it, it, it's kind of like that. It's kind of a power fantasy that, you know, because... A lot of uh, old-timey males, and especially in the West... They and, love you know, cowboys. Well, the reason why is because cowboys harkens to a time where, you know, owning a gun and being violent gives you rewards. And being able to work a land and being able to, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, command other men who are younger than you to do things, you know, because they have to. That they don't, you don't have that in the modern day anymore. So you don't get to be the paterfamilia, especially in Western culture and society, where basically everyone's constantly broke. So the idea of you know nobody, uh, lots of people's parents are not affluent, so they can't afford to actually subsidize their children's lifestyles, you know, in a way or have owned as much property as they need for their kids to kind of wait on them, you know, to try to vie for their attention so they can take over the business. They don't really have that uh, in today's society. So watching a show where it reflects, it gives them that power fantasy, it makes them feel good. Well, it's the same reason why I think a lot of young men play video games, especially violent ones. It's because it gives you a power fantasy, too. You don't have any power in real life. You know, maybe you're at the lowest uh, position in your job. But when you go home, you're a, a, a leader of a guild. So as long as you're, you're getting that somewhere uh, in your life, it, you feel okay, you know. That yeah. you're not getting it where it matters, you know. Do you know? Do you know who else lost has no power right now? A lot of people. It's been. It's this has been a really rough week for celebrities, especially well, like political figures. Yes, there was a specific person. I'm specifically talking about our friend, friend of the show, Tucker Carlson. So, oh no, do you know that? Have you been following the controversy? Do you know, like, you know, to summarize. He, I know on Friday. I know all the business stuff. I know all of the. Sorry, go ahead. Summarize yeah, everybody. Yeah, but, but on Friday, uh, Tucker Carlson did a show. He said, "I'll see you next Monday." That's very funny. On Sunday or Monday morning, they fired him. The Fox News just fired him, and it was done. And there are lots of rumors. There's lots of leaks. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming out slowly, drip drop by drip. But uh, what, what were your thoughts? Are you sad to see him gone? I already miss him. 
Well, you know, my main boy, Glenn Greenwald's all sad about now. So what I'm trying to say is that, um, so it's, it's, it's fascinating. So I, I, maybe you can get more into the personal stuff. I'll, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the business side of what happened. So, uh, you know, they lost the Dominion lawsuit. Uh, I mean, they had to settle the case. Uh, you know, if I call that a loss. Although I don't think that was as big of, in in hindsight or doing my research, it doesn't seem like that was as big of a uh, well, factor as I initially thought. But go ahead. I'm curious. To, I'm curious to get into you know. So a lot of it is the fact that they lost a 773 million dollar case. That's a lot of money. Uh, it looks like there was no planning to let him go. It looks like it was uh, he got yanked out of the position which is very normal for Rupert Murdoch. It looks like he made the call to fire Tucker Carlson since that's the top guy. Uh, very similar in the past, um, you know, famously, what's his face? Bill Glenn Beck. Well, Glenn Beck, uh, who was massive at the time now, he's like kind of, they just pulled him out to call Trump a, a loser. Then they put him back in his cave. And then uh, Bill O'Reilly was also extremely influential for many years. And uh, overnight and he, he lost keep- his empire. Yeah, he couldn't keep his hands to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it comes to uh, Tucker Carlson, I mean, you had a Dominion lawsuit, which is at least being reported as one of the reasons he got fired. And what's also interesting to me, apparently Fox News has this uh, black book of all the dirty secrets of their host. Uh, At least that's what, you know, they use, like a dossier, where, you know, uh, it's some people are saying, uh, well, I've seen some commenters suggest that they do this to put pressure on uh, people who are exiting the um, the Fox News, so they don't leak. So they don't leak anything that's too sexy or sensitive to the public. I mean, what they do, do that hear? to uh, conservative politicians as well. I mean, who is that uh, conservative politician who came out and said that uh, he went to a drug fueled cocaine orgy with a bunch of Republicans? Yes, yeah, and exactly. then immediately photos came out of him uh, wearing like drag and sleeping with his friends, like bed or something like that and uh you know they yeah I, they gather dirt that's how they do business but um there was a lot of interesting stuff that came out recently like uh you know there was i think it was media matters they released like some cut video of him it's it's kind of funny it's very clear from the leaked text messages and some of the videos that are coming out that tucker carlson does not believe everything he says and oh 100 definitely does not uh, he yeah, is uh, he is conservative. He does like he does promote white supremacy, and I think he is a white supremacist. Uh, but and he is horribly racist. But, he'll, but it looks like he will tell his audience uh, whatever that he thinks they want to hear, even if he doesn't believe in it. Yeah, and there are text messages and videos that prove this. I mean, there was a video uh, that came out of him basically calling his viewers. He was like, "Oh, they'll." You know, they'll believe anything I say, like, uh, and they're, you know, post-menopausal, above 50, you know, uh, he has absolute disdain for his audience. He thinks they're all idiots. Um, so there was, he cl- and also there was a te- leaked text messages about, it was either the green M- M&Ms or like the Miss- Mrs. Potato Head segment or something. Where he uh-huh. was like laughing about like oh my god I can't believe my viewers actually watched that like that was so stupid like what <laughs> they're insane I can't remember what segment it was but it was some ridiculous I think it was maybe the green M M&M and M 
segment where he's like, green M- M- our M&Ms aren't sexy anymore. You would never want to have a beer with this M&M. And, uh, uh, well, so, it's, but you see, but like, that's part of the joke. Sorry. But it's, it's like, it's either it's too sexy or not sexy enough, right? Well, he could, he would, he would spin any, anything. He could spin, uh, he, he could, you could have a day where nothing happened, literally, and he could still spin it and be like, liberals are trying to bring down society. Did you see that no violence happened? Are we going to just grow, make our world a pussified, you know, world for our young children to not have no struggle? How's that going to turn out? Why is nobody whatever talking rage about this? Bait, whatever yeah. rage bait he can get his audience pissed he off can li- His audience will literally consume anything. And Tucker Carlson thinks that as well. And it's also funny, uh, there were leaks... And this happened almost immediately after the leaks came out of Tucker Carlson. Basically, he doesn't like Trump. He thinks Trump's a fucking an, an idiot. Obviously, you know, obviously the people who are plugged in do not like Trump. Clearly, Trump's an idiot. He's not very yeah. smart at all. Yeah, He's movement, very movement dumb. conservative are not fans of Trump. No. Yeah. So Tucker Carlson in his text also revealed that he doesn't like Trump. And I think he called him like a fucking dumbass or something. And then Trump had to do it, <laughs> did an interview with Tucker Carlson, like the day after it was leaked or like a week later. So it was kind of funny that, uh, you know, Trump still talked to him knowing this guy fucking hates him. But uh, what's what about Elon Musk going on his fucking show? He, did, you see, did you hear about that? I, so I saw it. I didn't watch it because I it kills me to watch Elon Musk talk because yeah, he's, he's so painful. desperate. For, yeah, he so he's badly cringe. wants to be liked. He's so cringe. He's so. De- Imagine being like one of the wealthiest men in the world, and you still desperately are like, please, please like me. Please think I'm cool. Please, guys. Uh, you know, like. Yeah, he, yeah, seriously. He, he is really. Uh, he is so cringe, so I try not to watch it. But there was also some other stuff that came out. So originally, I thought that the Dominion lawsuit was the only. the 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 clear reason why he got fired. I don't think that's why. I think it obviously was a huge impact because I think, you know, they just shelled out almost a billion dollars. The shareholders mm-hmm. are, you know, putting pressure on the Fox News to say, you know, hey, you gotta you gotta tighten up your budget. You know, we need to recover we need to recruit this. So, you know, they had to obviously cut some costs. They were probably gonna renegotiate deals. They probably weren't gonna be able to pay out as much. Uh, they probably weren't going to give raises and, uh, you know, all these financial be- benefits. But he is independently wealthy, too. It's important to uh, remember. Uh, to, he's a heir of, uh, what, like the Swanson yeah. uh, fucking family? Yeah. Yeah, you know, the frozen the people food. Make the soups. Oh, it's yeah. the frozen food. Yeah, I know them as the, the stocks. Oh, yeah, Sw- Swanson broth. Yeah. Uh, yeah but they yeah. make uh, TV dinners as well. Um, yeah, he he's independently wealthy. But... um. He, uh, there was also, uh, something else that came out is one of the producers. So big shocker. Turns out Tucker Carlson privately is very racist and also anti I'm really surprised. So, I'm really surprised. Yeah. To the shock and disbelief of absolutely no one, Tucker Carlson team is kind of a piece of shit in real life. Um, and I guess there is a producer who is Jewish and they were calling her anti-Semitic slurs, and she was gonna, she's gonna be suing Fox News, and that was one of Good. the other reasons that I heard um, that apparently Rupert Murdoch was, you know, like the Fox News 
you can sexually assault people. You could be a piece of shit. I mean, of course, you're you're a conservative operative. You're spouting off lies. Just like you knowingly are telling people things that are clearly not true. Like to be a conservative uh, talk show person is like knowingly spre- spreading the uh, falsehoods and lying. So um, Fox News knows that their hosts and these people are going to be pieces of shit. So they'll defend you, they'll pay out sexual harassment settlements, but the second your settlements start becoming something they can't just sweep under the rug, that's when they cut you. Like Bill O'Reilly had been uh, sexually harassing people since the day one, and they would just constantly sweep it under the rug. It's when he did it to too many women that had a little bit too much influence that they had to cut him loose because it was going to be too, you know, he was bringing on too much heat. Same thing with Tucker Carlson. You know, he's a racist, he's a piece of shit, but he, I guess the uh, Dominion and then also um, the thing with uh, the producer who's Jewish. I think the the Jewish producer who had the anti-Semitic slurs set at her on his set is probably another big reason. And the thing with the Dominion lawsuit is Tucker Carlson compared to some of the other hosts. And this is why I don't think that it's actually the big reason why they fired him. Um, it's definitely impact, but it's not the only reason, uh, because Tucker Carlson didn't actually, he did like entertain the Dominion conspiracy, but he didn't really outright say it. There are other people on Fox news right now who have actually gone out and actually said it, like basically said, Oh, Dominion stole the election. So Tucker Mm. Carlson, he didn't deny it, but he's, there are other, the thing, what I'm trying to say is there are other people who said worse things that cl- caused the Dominion uh, lawsuit. So, yeah. I just so, want to add to that. I just want to add a bit. Uh, just just to explain a little further. So it's a lot that because this giant $773 million uh, settlement had to come out, the, executive, the, the executives had to cut off a head to show the stockholders that they're taking this seriously. So they had to cut, you know, they had to make a sacrifice. It had to be something juicy to appease the market god. You know, the market god wouldn't have accepted somebody like Hannity, who's you know, who's pretty much Hannity's a good boy. He you yeah, know, he's a good serves, boy. He take, he he will die on the well. sword. Yeah, he yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he's like property of Fox News. Like he, anything he's got to say, he will say it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but, he, he's not his own agent. Yeah, Tucker Carlson was uh, independent. Yeah, know? a little too independent. And like Hannity doesn't rep white supremacy so overtly as much as Tucker Carlson. Like Tucker yeah. Carlson, I really believe that he very well is like ideologically like a white. He was in a power trip. Or a, yeah, or he a was role playing as. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he actually. Like I think he very well could read like the political philosophy of fascism and be like, this is some good stuff. I love it. So he, uh, I think he is a little he, bit more yeah, ideologically he was, aware. Like, yeah, you know, some other people, they, he, he, he comes from the late family. He is an elite. I mean, there are early conversations with him. When his he was dad. Private, very wealthy. Yeah. There's there. He's like, his he's dad like was, uh, William F. Buckley. he's like, William dad, F. Buckley. he comes from the same his, stock. His dad was in charge of Voice of America, I believe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. he comes from a political dynasty. He comes from a financial dynasty. He guy comes from money. He's used to seeing the world as a class system. He even talked about that. He said when he was going to like his liberal arts school 
or his high school or whatever, that beyond it, there was a river that separated him from all the people who worked at the school. And he said he used to uh, go walk in this really fancy, uh, you know, academic building uh, and look across the river and see all what he said. He would have nightmares of the unwashed masses coming over the river and taking everything he had. So, no, he said, yes. he said something. <laughs> no, I, yeah, some, I, yeah, so he, he's very, very, um, let's say, woke, but in the wrong side. <laughs> woke in only meaning that he knows that income inequality is a thing. He knows that all these uh, contradictions of capitalism exist. He just knows that uh, he knows about the inherent racism in the system, but he was born on the other side of it. So he's like, I'm going to take advantage of it and I'm going to promote it because I want to keep it this way. Sean Han, you know... So he will say whatever, you know, so a lot of people get shocked when you hear that these people don't sit, believe in what they're saying, but people, people who get shocked by that don't understand, like, that's not a contradiction, you know, like, of course if, they don't believe in what they're saying. They're saying things that are just clearly not true. Of course yeah, they don't believe. And that's not, and they're not. That's for the peasants. They're not exactly, you know, a lot of these, maybe like the most influential conservative thinker of our time, uh, at least very influential to conservatives, uh, you know, we don't have to talk about whether the guy was necessarily conservative, but is Leon Strauss. And, the, you know, Strauss is something that uh, a lot of people Tucker Carlson's age, it's kind of like, in, they've been maybe not directly influenced by him, but... They are maybe indirectly influenced by his thought. And some of his thought was basically, it's okay to lie about something if you're trying to protect a greater truth. So if you're trying to protect America or protect uh, class hegemony, you know, then it's okay to lie if you're trying to do that because that is imp it's an important institution to protect. And protecting that trumps any kind of um, idea of honesty that you may have. So it's okay. You're actually not doing a bad thing by lying. You're doing a good thing because without the natural order of society, society becomes chaos and collapses and it doesn't function. So you need these men need to have this like the, it's like uh, fucking Plato, you know, the you know, uh, Plato's Republic. It's also why they like talking about reading it. It's because a lot of Plato's Republic, the idea is that the elites are what we call philosopher kings. They're the we the whole idea of Plato's Republic. I mean, not one of the main ideas is that everybody in society shouldn't lie. It's against the rules to lie, except for the philosopher king, who has the only person in society has the right to lie, because there's an understanding that lying once you're an elite is beneficial. So they don't care about lying. Lie, you know, not not lying is a thing for the peasants. It's it's like it's what peasants. Um, are supposed to uh, do not the elites. Sorry about the try. Uh, you know, yeah, getting to their yeah. Mind, the but, the yeah. people in power, you know, have a very brutal, cold understanding of how the world actually works. The honor yeah. and the honesty and stuff—that's for regular people. The elites yeah, don't have to follow that at all. But like, well, they're Marxists in in the sense that they're yeah. Like, oh, they're Trump very class things. conscious. Yeah, yes. they're extremely class conscious. They're not fucking around. Only only normal people are not supposed to see class. Not them. They and maybe some very dumb or ignorant, very wealthy people like Trump probably doesn't quite understand the class no. nature. He doesn't quite. He's not quite a Marxist. He's just like, 
oh, I, you know, I, uh, I really need to fucking figure this shit out before I go bankrupt because I got all these fucking loans that are coming up. How yes. the fuck am I going to handle this shit? <laughs> yeah, like, that's about as far. And then, and then yeah. you know, sometimes he pops a fucking, you know, blue chew and gets his uh, little dick hard and tries to sexually assault women or whatever. You know, that's about as far as he goes. Or he's like, ooh, I need a Big Mac right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but and a lot of that is to it's basically you know because we're going to talk about the coronation later but a lot of that really is anthony like i need to show the common people i'm like them it's kind of like how a monarch in the past would pretend like to be you know uh, so when when i what you're saying is true but i don't think it's necessarily true for trump i don't think he eats mcdonald's because I think he like no 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 he it. enjoys it too he, like 100%. he he actually both, likes McDonald's he, yeah he has peasant taste when it comes to food you know yeah I mean and let's be real I know I'm gonna say something and I know it's extremely controversial I fucking love a Big Mac okay oh I think God. it's delicious I, I I love McDonald's fries I love junk food okay it, of course it's, it's designed to taste good it's I mean that's what's good. That's what's beautiful about America to some degree is the elites do enjoy some of the stuff that regular people eat at times. Like, everybody eats McDonald's. That's what Andy Warhol Well, I mean, listen, real elites don't. Trust me. Fucking head of Goldman Sachs is going to be going spending a thousand dollars eating some kale that's been... Yeah, I'm sure he's gotten his kids McDonald's and got a burger from McDonald's before but, sure, and, if he doesn't have a personal chef at home that's cooking all the meals for his kids, yes, or you know, but, or some kind of, some kind of fucking like uh, super fucking nanny that's making sure uh, it, it, that they're eating exactly the right nutrition. These people are absolute fucking freaks when it comes to their kids, especially the ones that remember. You got to divide the elites like you know, into two kind of factions in America. We have ones that are more like the Koch brothers who get all their wealth from inheritance, and then you have ones who like to call themselves elites of the mind, the meritocratic elites. Those are people who tend to have gotten their positions of power through the class system, but by a certification and climbing corporate ladders, you know, and getting into positions. So the, those ones are more likely to be concerned with um, exercise, refraining from unhealthy diets, not smoking, uh, you know, not smoking, not drinking as much, and working out every day. It's the other types who are inheritable and are the ones who have more fun uh, in terms of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when uh, when this back to uh, Tucker Carlson, when it came out that he's kind of racist and a piece of shit, and you know, on a show they're saying like they're calling this Jewish wo- woman uh, or this Jewish yeah this Jewish woman a bunch of anti-Semitic slurs. Should not shock you at all. If you've been paying attention, not shocking, of course. You would assume it would have happened sooner. Um, they, uh, I am shocked, kind of like how a lot of people forget that Elon Musk called the rescue driver, uh, the rescue diver that saved those kids in Thailand that was trapped, a pedophile publicly. Yeah, and that's the thing, um, why? Yeah. He didn't, include, he didn't include Musk in the rescue attempt, and he just, you know... It's like, because... Hey, yeah, yeah, Musk basically offered him a submarine, and the rescue driver, uh, diver said the submarine wouldn't fit or something like that, so he can't use it. And then Elon Musk is such a petulant child that he got he called this guy with his immense power and influence a pedophile. So uh, a lot of people forget that about Elon Musk, and that happened years ago. Um, 
But a lot of people also well, yeah. forget that Tucker Carlson's top writer had to resign um, because he was making racist and sexist remarks on 4chan. Just to give you an idea of because the just for the record every single just for the record every single thing we're saying is all alleged uh facts have taken place we're not claiming any of these to be true just just i don't want to be sued i'm just saying okay well this definitely happened as reported by cnn so and uh, and many other reuters many other major news outlets a lot of evidence that, that alleges these facts now let's hear them okay to give you an idea when I say that someone says something racist, it doesn't. Ha- it's kind of like gun violence. When you hear about a shooting, it doesn't really um, do anything. Yeah. When you hear about a bad thing, you're like, yeah, whatever, it happens. But when you actually hear or see the dead bodies or the dead kids with their faces ripped off in the in a, a shooting, or you see the Sandy Hook kids all dead piled up in a room, or you watch uh, someone actually say the racist remarks, then it yeah, actually much clicks. Different. So when you hear like, oh, Tucker Carlson, you know, they said something anti-Semitic to whatever. You're like, eh, whatever. He probably made an off-colored Holocaust joke. No, Um, that's not what happened. So when they said that his top writer, his head fucking writer for years, his head writer for years was saying horribly racist things. He's basically a neo-Nazi. He's like a white supremacist guy. He loves, he was posted way too much, a little too online. And this guy would actually brag on 4chan and some of his racist forms about how he was slipping in white supremacist jokes and ideas into Tucker Carlson's show. And he was doing it as like a nod to like prove to his internet buddies that, hey, I actually am like the writer on the show. This fucking loser could not fucking keep it to himself. If he just didn't post on the internet, he'd still have a job at Fox News. So, they want everything. Yeah, they want give, everything. Uh, so... To give you an idea, um, so the guy's name is Blake Neff. So Blake Neff was the top writer for uh, Tucker Carlson. And on in 2018, on a, on a forum, and the forum was titled, Would you let a jet black Congo N-word do LASIK surgery on you for 50% off? Neff wrote, I wouldn't get LASIK from an Asian for free, so no. Um, black dudes staying inside playing Call of Duty is probably one of the biggest factors keeping crime down. Honestly, given how tired black people always claim to be, maybe the real crisis is their lack of sleep. Um, they also, uh, just, you know, usage of the N-word, uh, constantly attacking black people, uh, you know, talking about black on black crime, um... He also worked at the Daily Caller. He would also uh, drop Easter eggs on the show so that people would basically, uh, you know, know that he is actually like dog whistles. Yeah, yeah, dog whistles to know, like, hey, yep, it's me. So um, he also said, um, "Let's see." And, you know, and just for the record, of any anybody you have, anybody who's listening to this, if you have a debate with somebody and you say. You know, Tucker Carlson never, um, you know, uh, dog whistled white supremacists on his show. You, I mean, here's like hard evidence that, yes, in fact, he did have a writer that has allegedly, you know, been saying all this racist crap online. So they don't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. So uh, in 
in 2014, uh, he, on a thread titled Urban Business Idea, he didn't do nothing. Uh, Sandra Bland's sugar-free short beds. Uh, he said, we should bu just buy Canada and kick the Canadians out, Neff commented. Okay, but what do we do with the millions of Chinese people? Uh, he also called Mormonism an inherently cucky religion. This kind of made me laugh a little bit, but... Uh, and then he was talking about Michael Brown. He said, didn't Michael Brown rob a store and attack a police officer? And wasn't George Floyd a piece of shit with a long, uh, re a criminal record? Jesus fucking Christ lives. It doesn't matter to these people. It does. The violent criminals are even more heroic. And to think if this guy got killed in some freak accident while being arrested, we'd have to endure at least three funerals in his honor. Um, and just to so, talk about that, I think it's important to mention just to talk about that, and what the, and I think what what, he, what Neff here fails to understand, even if that were true, let's say all, all those things you just accused George Floyd of were true, they're still deserving of justice. You're not supposed to withhold justice just because somebody has a bad track record. I mean, uh, the whole point of having a justice system is that it's blind. Blind. Yeah. Means otherwise, let's just start. Yeah, let's just shoot anybody who has a fucking track record for anything. Even if even yeah, if they have parking to take a ticket, plea, even if they have to take on a the spot plea. execution. No, 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 hands off. You cut off hands uh for a parking ticket so you may never drive again. Uh as a lesson, you know. And you cut off eyes if you look too lustfully at somebody's wife. I mean, the, I mean the whole point of a justice system is that it's supposed to be blind. You're not supposed to take somebody's past into account when you're dispensing justice. You're supposed to dispense justice solely on the crime that they're being accused of now. Not in all the things that... You could be a horrible... This is like the cornerstone of the Western civilization that they love so much. Is that when a person goes to jail, when a person commits a crime, after the punishment is dealt, you, they're, they're a new person. They come back with a blank slate. But we have kind of changed where, you know, people like him want to put a scarlet letter on somebody and make sure that they're punished forever. And let's be real. Let's talk about this. A lot of people, and this is true, especially in communities who don't have a lot of money, okay, when they get busted up and they get thrown in jail, sometimes these people need to um, take a plea bargain because they can't afford a fucking lawyer and we don't, we don't pay any money for public defenders, so these people are taking pleas for crimes they really didn't even do just so they don't have to go wait in jail for a fucking year because they can't afford bail uh, to get a hearing in an overcrowded uh, fucking court that has a docket that stretches for a mile so they can go after a two years waiting to, to go and fucking go in front of a judge and then they're going to have their day in trial. And by the way, if the judge sees you taking up more of the court's resources by demanding trial, that pisses off the judge, and they're going to throw the book harder at you. So it's disgusting just to assume somebody, you know, in, this, in today's society has a record, therefore they, they don't deserve anything, especially knowing how flawed the criminal justice system is. It's double disgusting. This guy is just a piece of fucking shit. And it doesn't make sense, and it's not logical in any fucking manner. It's just it's just clear hatred. That's all it is. This guy is just pissed off. Yeah, he just wants to see minorities lose. That's all he wants to do. There, there's a couple other choice ones that I wanted to say is, uh, you know, on May 27th, Nef, uh, Nef uh, wrote, he was talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, and Rashida Tlaib, you know, the people known as the squad. And he said... 
They want to uh, they want to make your country a dumping ground for people from third world shitholes. Whites fear what's going to happen to them in ten to twenty years. Uh, he wrote that he has no plans to stay in the country that long. He said that once Democrats have the majorities to go fuck whitey, things are going to get really wacky really wow. quickly. He argued at the same time that there was a large minority of whites who are fully supportive of fuck whitey agenda and that there's a suicidal impulse in Western peoples that honestly feels almost biological in origin. When not making his own uh, bigoted uh, comments... Neff also showed a willingness to respond to others uh, expressing without hesitation uh, about, like, if other people on this same forum were not as horribly racist as him, he would fight back at them. So he was talking about, uh, you know, there's a thread called Mary Poppins getting raped by a pack of wild N-words at the park, kids watching. The same year he commented on the thread that said, dykes get wrong cum at cum bank and N-words pop out. And he said, and the N-words are always honor students or some bullshit. Um, oh, and wow. Then this, guy when, is, this guy is a full fucking blown racist. There's yeah, like, uh, like white not a single, f I mean, holy, this guy, this guy is such a racist that he believes society is the, the foundation of all society is people's race. Okay, he's basically like a, he's basically a neo-Nazi. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what the, that's what Hitler was basically arguing that race makes up the foundation of society. And this guy's this guy is basically like a, a guy who believes that the whole history of mankind is conflicts between races. That's what, that's how he sees everything, and he sees different races as somehow grouped together and competing against each other, and he, which is fucking ridiculous. It's 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 so fucking disgusting. For people who take pride in saying individuals, we're all individuals, we're all individuals, but when it comes to race, they want to collectivize everybody and and just repeat horrible stereotypes about huge swaths of people. Look at look at look what he said about honor students. Just imagine if you're a minority applying in Fox News for a writing position. I mean, I would feel sorry for you for other things, but imagine this person wasn't working in Fox News. He was working in CNN, MSNBC. Or some other organization, and he kept these secrets to himself, and he never said them, or we never knew. Imagine you're trying to get a job, and you're an honor student, and you're a person of color. How is he going to see you? What is he going to think about that? He's going to dismiss you. He's going to think the reason why you got that is because society just gave it to you, and it's bullshit. This he, is he why he probably it's... does not treat minorities very well, based on some no, of these comments. I, I can't no. imagine he does. But there was a another a funny little thing that's there's a thing that's very funny that he said uh, that someone basically was posting on the forum saying about how the country is going through a great racial uh, awakening. You know, even if you don't post horribly disgusting stuff, you maybe you shouldn't be a on this racial, forum anymore. What the fuck no, is he, that? No, no, he. No, this is someone basically saying that the racism on this the forum that he's a part of is bad. And oh. he replied to that person. They said, cause they said, all right, I'm leaving. You know, this is probably not going to be good for me, my life, my career. And the guy responded to him saying, LMAO, if you think this shit will save you when the mob comes for you, good riddance. And the mob. Uh, and then he said, remember that when they come for you. And when a user, uh, at some, a user commented at him said, at some point in the future, all your posts will be public, public record. He replied, I stand by every post.
So this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy basically thinks minorities are zombies in the apocalypse, and they're going to come after you. Like, there's going to be. So this guy basically has read too much Turner Diaries, and I, uh, Anthony, I recommend you read that book. <laughs> um, I do, I do, because you can. This is this is exactly what I'm hearing. Uh, that's exactly what the book is about. It's basically like. This, these people think that every single minority out there is basically playing coy, uh, and then after a certain amount of time, it's going to go, snap, snap, and every minority is going to turn into like a zombie and come after all their fucking stuff, and that's why they have to be armed to the teeth and have all the guns, because they're getting ready for the apocalypse, you know, and that's what this guy is thinking, I don't it's, he's absolutely fucking batshit crazy, yeah, and it's I funny. think a lot of people think like him too, by the way. Yeah, this guy, he would constantly put Easter eggs in Tucker Carlson's show. There's actually a, 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 there's a video of Tucker Carlson tripping over his words because one of the Easter eggs, he was getting a little brazen with the Easter eggs. So back in February of 2017, he wanted to make Tucker Carlson say sweet treats of scholarship about a, co- a host coming on. And in the video, Tucker Carlson is basically introducing the guest and he starts, you know stuttering and tripping over his words because you know saying sweet treats of scholarship is a little silly even for tucker carlson who says a lot of silly things but it's just so wild because i think even let's just pretend for a moment that tucker carlson or his co-hosts or the people that work at fox news on this show weren't already aware this guy was very racist let's pretend imagine like even though it's very silly the fact that this guy can fit so easily and feel at home and brag about putting all his white supremacist racist shit into Tucker Carlson's show for years says a lot about what Tucker Carlson and his show promotes and says. And yeah, and he's he's open. Who's to say that there's not people who work there that are harbor some of the same kind of sympathies that are not open about it? You know, this guy was. We know for a fact, of course, there are people that harbor those sympathies. Of course, there are. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, so so that's so. I mean, this is extremely, you know, it's, it's, I didn't even know about this, by the way, until you brought it up. I may have heard it, but I never looked into it. It's kind of like what you said. Sometimes when you hear mass shooting, you don't really think about it. But when you see footage of it, you're like, holy shit, you know, that's I, that's awful. I mean, listen, when t- I didn't know anything about Decker Carlson when he started. When he started really early on, and I didn't know a single thing about him. I saw that he was like anti-war in some positions. And I was like, hey, maybe... You know, this guy is going to uh, uh, say some a- you know, anti-imperialist stuff, but it looks like it turns out that over time he was just way worse than the people who came before him, including Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck. There's this, as far you know, Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly knew not to say the quiet part out loud, but this writer didn't know that. Uh, and, he's very and comfortable. What's fun- and what's funny, this whole story is just so shitty, and I'm so surprised that people do not remember this or are aware of this, because, like, it, every part of it is terrible. Like, there are, Tucker Carlson also said this guy's name on air multiple times, saying, oh, he's a terrific writer. I love this guy. He helps me write my show. He's so helpful. And he, like, Tucker Carlson clearly acknowledges this dude. So he's not just, like, some intern or some writer. He's the writer. He's the guy that helps put the show on, you know, and Tucker Carlson is very well aware who he is and works with him. So this was not a, sh- nobody should have been shocked that Tucker Carlson and many people at work at Fox News are horribly racist. Should not have shocked you at all. 
So, so, so I mean, we can talk about that, but we can also talk about Louder with Crowder. Uh, <laughs> I know. And it's so funny, all the leaks that came out of, like, you know, because you saw the video of him verbally abusing his wife. Uh, yeah. You know, horrible, horrible. I suggest everyone watch it, because it's, like... Probably one of he, the biggest piece it, of shit moments of 2023. Yeah, even a little too much for his rabid fan base. But it is a uh, hilarious... I did find it funny that he talks to his wife the exact same way he talks to fucking freshman college students when he says, change my mind. Like, it kind of killed me. Like, he talks to his wife exactly the same way he talks on his TV show. And there's so many leaks now coming from people talking about how he, like, would expose himself at the office, put his dick on people. He has a button under the desk, and... Uh, you know, anyone that has any level of talent on Louder with Crowder, his show, uh, Steven Crowder will destroy them. So there was a, there's actually a clip that I just saw of one of his lackeys making a funny joke. You know, it was actually like, you know, was kind of funny. And Tucker, uh, uh, Steven Crowder is just slamming the button under his desk so he could fucking cut this guy's mic up because he wants to do like a racist black guy's uh, voice. And, like, his joke was not funny. And it's just funny that this guy, he's such a fucking baby. And he's so insecure that he's got to fucking have a button. And he uses it all the time to make sure he can't be upstaged. And then there was yeah, a... Yeah, it's, it's very weak. And it's, it's very unsigma male. Yeah, and it's very funny, too. Because he also mentioned one time about having a bisexual phase in college. And he called it, uh, like, being Mr. Jekyll and Hyde or Mr. Hyde or whatever. That it was like a, he barely even recognized himself during that phase and he would never let it happen again. And pretty much multiple people that worked on his show say, yeah, he's gay. He's a closeted gay guy. And it's funny. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not surprised. I know some people that confused him with Dave Rubin that were like, oh, I thought Steven Crowder was already out at gay. Like, uh, what do you mean? Of course he is. Like, so that's what's just kind of funny is, you know, he's. He's just another closeted gay Republican. You know, the tale as old as time. Yeah, that's angry at society, not for not being accepted and taking it out on society. You know, uh, angry that he can't be both. So he just takes it out on society. I mean, that's, you know. And it's so funny. When, uh, when he was coming out to get in front of this story, he's so full of shit. He's such a liar piece of shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, Climbing. my kids, my kids, my kids. He got an elective gender-affirming surgery to get his like sunken chest to get it like so it doesn't look sunken anymore so he can look more like an alpha male on the same day that his wife uh and this was one that he chose to get he it is elective and he scheduled it on the same day that his wife was supposed to give birth so he wasn't even there for his wife giving birth to twins and it's just wild that this guy is such a fucking baby so insecure but also a monster like, just an absolute monster. And he was just fully lying about how, like, there was no physical abuse. You know, with, this is mutual. And then, I love in his statement, to get in front of this problem of his wife's uh, abuse coming to light, is he says, unfortunately, the law in Texas gives my wife the right to get a divorce. Like, his whole thing is that the problem with him getting a divorce is because his wife has a say in the matter. Like, I like know. What? And, like, women yeah. should be property. Well, no, but you see, that's 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 actually a whole uh, aspect that's really important to movement conservatism. 
uh, especially the modern era. I mean, a lot of what these ideologies are targeting is mostly young, frustrated males who have really difficult times attracting women. That's the that is the target demographic for a lot of these conservatives. Those because those are the people who are just fucking so angry at a woman for not finding them, you know, for not worshiping them, and t- you know. B- for not worshiping them, literally. These people were told their whole lives that you know, they're fucking awesome and cool and they're amazing. And they're, and women should be you know, falling themselves over them. So they hate that that's not the fact and they hate that they're not living in a society where they're doing it. So they're taking out, that they take it out on women. You know, I mean, there's a reason why uh, these people uh, uh, usually, you know, there's like a cr- there's like a cross between Andrew Tate washer, or, uh, worshippers and uh, Tucker Carlson uh, watchers and uh, louder with Crowder washers, you know, uh, viewers. Uh, the, 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 the this, and Jordan Peterson and the Joe Rogan. If you the, yeah, the man. It's it's people who are just sexually frustrated. Um, you know, mostly single cisgender males who are trying to understand why they're not, uh, you know, there's the, re- the reason they're not getting head and they're all falling into Bitcoin and crypto and all this crap is because uh, capitalism is fucking them, um, you know, and they don't have a lot of the privilege that they used to be able to hang on to that would kind of protect them from the ruthlessness of capitalism or every other group who doesn't have the same privilege, you know, a lot of these people do, had to get accustomed to how ruthless capitalism was and work hard. These people who usually come from a privileged place in society and, and take and take a lot of this for granted. So they're constantly expecting to just get these benefits. I mean, the truth is their viewers are in pain and they're looking for solutions. And these people are not giving them real solutions. What they're basically telling them is you can double down being a fucking asshole. And actually, that's how you get woman. You know, you need to be, you, the problem with you is that you're, you know, and anytime you hear a guy says, I can't attract a chick because I'm too nice, you, you know, <laughs> oh you know what God. they're really telling you. Yeah, you know? you know that's so full of shit. Like, they like DM'd a fucking Instagram model and they're like, I love your boobs, but I don't like you just for your boobs. You also have a lovely personality. Yeah, like exactly. exactly. And he's like, "Ugh, nice guys finish last again." Exactly. And it's like, oh I need to be nastier. God. Yeah, and, and now and now he sends something. the same message. He's like, "I hate you, you dumb bitch. I'm gonna kill yeah, you." <laughs> why do you need? To, well, why, why why are you on Instagram getting all this attention from other men? Why aren't Horse. you just messaging me? Yeah, exactly. So that's what it is. It's like. It's kind of like they're told they, they you know, it's like they're to, they're willing to do absolutely anything other than improve their personalities. You know, a lot of it is because capitalism did fuck them. Let's be real. It's the materialistic conditions that drive them into. Yeah. You know, men are falling behind in our, right they're now. They're falling behind extremely fast. Yeah. That's just a fact. All the stats say it. Uh, you know, it's definitely because of the economy. It's definitely because of capitalism. But these people are being told that, oh, all you got to do is lift more weights. All you got to do is take some primal fucking food. All you got to do is eat some organs. All you got to do is clean your room. All you got to do is, you know, be extra nasty to women and you're, or buy this program or take this pill. Because it's because insecurity is really good for selling people stuff, right? I mean, that's how you sell people products. It's kind of like dandruff. Uh, you know, for most of history, people didn't give a fuck about dandruff. And the fucking shampoo companies said, oh, yeah, that's not supposed to happen. 
You know, so here's a product that gets rid of that. Or well, like, uh, although it is kind of funny, I hear the same thing about deodorant, and I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. or deodorant. I'm like, no, 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 exactly. please wear deodorant. Uh, don't. No, I, get I refuse, it. Anthony. I must be primal. I don't take showers. I, I don't. I rub myself with uh, with my with pig fat, like fucking. Uh, uh, yeah, like a, like a good cowboy, li- like liver king. Okay. Uh, yeah, I take like exactly. Li- I li- I take intestines from the cow and rub it. No, I, I shower every go, morning. By the way, I don't. I don't take showers. I do it the ancient Roman way. I I get a bunch of olive oil and I pour it all. And you have a bunch of twelve-year-old boys. You have a bunch of twelve-year-old boys come by and and rub you down in olive oil and scrape it down. Uh, that's, I, that's I, what, I find that's it's, what, uh, that emperor. That's what that emperor was uh, famous for. A really couple fun. more, a couple more people than just the one emperor. But just yeah. basically every uh, Roman emperor was basically Epstein. Well, especially fine then. That's why I love when like these racist psycho not neo-nazi people are like oh western civilization and then they're like posting pictures of like greek philosophers and i'm like you know that guy had sex with 12 year old boys right like what yeah, is that is that the greatness philosophers did <laughs> yeah oh, maybe. like yeah. they actually yes. had a joke the like there's actually like a term because being gay wasn't uh really a bad thing in greek society it's it's actually a relatively new thing that being gay is wrong or bad um well, but I, in, I think pen, in, you're right, but, but but I think it was penetrating was okay, but not being penetrated. It was both acceptable, but you could be an alpha male, quote unquote, in that society if you were the penetrator. But if you were getting penetrated, that's when it was seen as not acceptable. Yeah, but I, I'm also talking about like globally as well is like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. gayness was never really an issue for a lot of different civil like in a lot of yeah exactly yeah, but that was anyways yeah yeah the greek stuff though it's kind of funny they actually had like they would make fun of guys there was like a term and it wasn't like being gay wasn't necessarily wrong but they had a joke that you know if you still liked getting fucked by other men when you became an adult like that makes you a weirdo like of course, naturally, as a 10-year-old boy, you're definitely going to have older men having sex with you, obviously. That's just what everybody does. It's a part of growing up. It's just, you know, a th- it's of course. What do you mean, of course your teacher yeah, is going I, to also have sex with you? That's well, like but, but, a given but, in Greek society. But they had I, I, a joke I, 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 for I, I when, like, they, they, made, they had a joke for when... Uh, you know, if you still like doing it, it was like, oh, you're weird. Like that's silly. Like, oh, this guy yeah, still likes being, getting fucked. Yeah, because being being penetrated was seen as the uh, you know like shameful. It was okay to penetrate, you know, because but you know slaves got penetrated in, in those societies. But listen, the conservatism part of it is kind of we need to hearken to a a past and need to bring back the past to the present. And once we bring back the past to the present, we'll have a good society. That's kind of you know. So conservatism says we have to get, especially modern day, has an idea of a mythical past that we need to get back to. And once we bring that past, and it's never fucking true. Because America is much freer today than it ever was. 1950s, you know, economically, you know, a certain segment of the population were doing great. But it really sucked for women and minorities. Let's let's be completely real. Okay? It sucked. Uh... It really sucked if you're a woman too. You didn't even, you couldn't even open your own bank account. You really couldn't even open own your own property. You couldn't. You needed to have a kind of male guardian in in Western society for a very long time. 
by the way. That was extreme. It was very normal. It took a lot of feminists to get out there and fight for a better society that gave women all these rights that we have, that they enjoy today, that's being slowly being corroded by conservatives. But the idea of going back to this mythical past that never existed, it never existed. And that's why if you point to them, hey, uh, that past you're pointing to sucked, it doesn't really matter for them because it's all, they're just trying to tell you um, we got to get to the um, to to how our ancestors behaved. But and by the way, the ancient Greeks also, if you talk to them, they're gonna say that there's every every fucking generation thinks they're living in the decadent times and the past. You know, men were more manly than they are today. People have been people throughout all of history. The ancient Greeks thought the Greeks before them were much bad, much more bad. By the way, this is true. Were much more cooler, taller, more badass, lived longer and look better than they look today. So this idea that, you know, today sucks, we must go to the past is old. That, that's that been around society, you know, forever. Yeah, that that's very true. And, and it also is so funny because, like, you know, to be conservative nowadays is just, like, you throw logic to the wind. You don't care about science or logic or, you know facts or reality you don't care about objective truths yeah no, you don't have to care important. about objective truth like to be conservative or republican nowadays uh, to be it's right anti-scientific is yeah. to be anti-science but uh it's well, just but, funny but, 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 i just, love just, it just, but, just to, but you just you just on. said something well, just just to build on that i mean fuck that's that's you, uh, you know watch the debate between jordan peterson and sam harris that's exactly what peterson was telling harris he was telling uh peterson was telling harris Okay, you had a monopoly on the truth, a sans the sans Nietzsche, in the scientific revolution, because you just you decided that only objective truths matter. But I'm gonna say that there are other types of truth that that objective truths can capture, and we need to include those truths. That's why they couldn't fucking have a conversation that very first time they had that encounter, because Sam Harris, his whole philosophy is that um we're gonna view the world through an even though he never did an objective framework. That's why we can't believe in religion. That's why we can't believe in miracles. That's why we can't believe in any of this because it's subjective and it's completely fucking insane, you know, to believe in these things because there's no scientific basis. Jordan Peterson can't get along with them because he's saying, I want, I, we want our people to believe in myths and meanings and bullshit, you know, and that's the only way you, uh, anyways, sorry, Anthony, what did yeah. you say? Yeah, he's like, why, why can I say that? You know, gay people should be put in prison because God said so. Why do we have to, exactly. you know, uh, realize that it's actually not a problem when I believe that it is a problem? Where's that truth, truth bucko? So, exactly. But, no, um, exactly. That's exactly but it. It just, I find it very funny that a lot of these, like, things that conservatives, especially in America, hold dear are like not based in reality like the punisher logo you know the punisher killed cops he's not pro cop he's anti-cop he hates the police and i love that the fact that cops love the punisher logo and conservatives love the punisher logo i also love like some of these right-wing weirdos they love the spartans and to me it just kills me that the spartans were only ever defeated in battle by a smaller force and the smaller force called the sacred band of thieves was a group of 300 gay male lovers. They literally got ki- homosexuality killed killed the Spartans basically. And I just find that so funny that the the symbol of manliness the Spartans 
you know, were literally defeated by a bunch and, of gay men. And, 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 and the, the, the Spartans are And the Spartans were pretty gay. <laughs> and and there were slavers. That's what they were. The reason why they had to train so much is not because they were... Listen, at the end of the day, Marx was right. Your material... It just, it's the moral truth. He's completely right. The material reality and conditions of people will dictate the economy and culture and stuff they had. The reason why uh, the Spartans had to train their fucking asses off every single day was because something like nine-tenths of the population were slaves. They needed to be physically fit and able to put down a slave rebellion. Everybody needed to uh, contribute if the, um, if the slaves ever revolted. So that's why they trained so much. They had to be... And that's why they couldn't really fight long wars, famously. Reason why they couldn't field armies for very long was because if they if all the fighting age men went off and fought, what is it, what what happens in fucking um, Sparta? Who's gonna watch the slaves? <laughs> okay, so they had to fight and get back real fast to make sure the rebellions didn't happen. And they had rebellions. And by the way, they took pride in torturing slaves. Part, I mean, I think one of the in order to become a Spartan, one of the trials that young men have to do was alleged that they have to uh, break out of the academy and kill a slave and come back all sneakily to show that they're you know good at killing people, apparently. Uh, but I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, and, and it's know. funny because, yeah, they're called uh, helots or helots. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it is funny because you are correct. Like, yeah, it was something like 90% of the population. So it's just wild, you know, that 10% of the population was just training constantly to be warriors to essentially put down the other 90% and these and, people and were basically like serfs. They were like, I know. Wait, wait, wait. What, does that make you, what does that make you remind you of in today's society? Why a certain segment of the population thinks you have to be armed to the tooth and learn how to shoot in case a race war ever starts. Okay. <laughs> yes. Do you think about that? I mean, that's exactly what, what that's exactly the mob. Exactly. That's exactly what the Turner diaries is about. That's why I recommend reading it. It's extremely hateful. It's extremely disgusting. But if you really want to understand uh, movement conservatism, I ha you have to read the Turner Diaries because millions of books have been sold. Millions of books have been sold. Well, that's what's... The, the gun rights Bible. Sorry. Go ahead. That, that's what's wild about conservatism, and especially conservatism in the United States, is a lot of people do are simply ignorant to how intertwined, horribly disgusting, racist, bigoted ideas are involved in conservative ideology like it's there it? like all the people in power that are spouting off conservatism they know it's there they it's 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 very clearly horribly racist and disgusting and evil yeah so. uh, yes ex exactly and, and and let's make it a little bit clear it, it's it's more just just in case we're not accusing your uncle or your boss who's a conservative of being a racist because that that wouldn't be fair because there is a branch of conservatism that's the Goldwater conservatism uh, that's more of a, a you know we just want to be able to exploit the land as much as possible and make as much money and you yeah. know and, and, not and normally when I'm talking about conservatives yeah. I mean the people who are like the high level yeah. operators I don't mean regular yeah I'm talking about Crowder voters. yeah yeah the exactly. regular voters many conservatives are nice people you know it's very it's nice just, exactly yeah like most yeah. people are pretty nice actually most people are pretty good and nice if you meet them. Yeah, even Republicans and conservatives. Yeah, we're talking about some of the freak operatives and the but people the operatives are, yeah, are not yeah. good people. The people who yeah. know yeah. everything and still 
it, they're not good people. It's especially the ones who are trying to target young people. You know, the ones who uh, target your parents for the most of the most of the time, they're trying to get them on like a more on task and fiscal issues. You know. Uh, and stuff. At least that was what they were tr- did for many, many years. Now it seems like everyone's moving. It's off to the rails. <laughs> off the rails culture war stuff, and you know, white replacement stuff, which is you know terrifying. Uh, uh, if yeah. any minority, it's terrifying for every minority who's it, who's thinking that oh, a bunch of the white people are preparing for a race war and thinking about how and viewing them as replacement people. That's an extremely terrifying proposition, even though. Just, you know, I have to say this. I know we're getting over the clock, but I have to say this. If you have two white people in a room and then you add a minority, okay, you don't replace a white person. You just add a minority. So you have three people in the room. You can't replace people like that. It is an absolutely insane proposition that bringing somebody uh, from a different country is going to replace them. That's not what happens, okay? You just... The ultimately, the more people you have building your society, the more people you have building your economy, the healthier the economy is. The more people will have money, the more people will have wealth. You need people. You sh- people hands more hands building stuff make everybody wealthier. Everything more energetic. Everything better. Okay, this is an absolute fucking you know crazy. What what this is mostly really about is how do we keep our class position alive even out even when the ruthlessness of capitalism is corroding you know uh, uh is, is starting to make them ha- the necessities of modern day capitalism is starting to have them fight for their place in the social economic ladder a little harder and that's what most of this is is a freak out about that so it's how do we it's how do we fix the system to continue our class position you know well well, Trust the me, idea these people don't want to be these people don't want to be fucking picking uh, strawberries in in, in, in f- sweltering heat. Okay, if you pick strawberries in the summer, they don't want to do those uh, labor intensive jobs that only really exploited minorities from developing countries are going to be able uh, they can take advantage of. They want to be sitting on the lawn chair, drinking fucking lemonade. Okay, being yeah, I'm a big tough rancher guy. While some minority, you know, overexploited, running away from cartels, could be deported any second, has to pick, uh, fucking, yeah. uh, pick some strawberries, yeah, to make go their asshole margarita in fucking New York. Go, go pick my uh, cabbage, Pablo. Basically, yeah, but I want, I want, I want the, my the, strawberry margarita to be extremely yeah. inexpensive. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna pay a dollar cent more. Those jalapenos won't pick themselves, uh, Pablo. Um, but the the problem is, is the white the great replacement theory. Uh, you know something that's believed by a lot of white supremacists um, is based. It reveals the understand the the concept of whiteness is whiteness is not real. You know, I don't know if ever, everyone knows that race is actually not, doesn't actually exist. It's just a social construct. And one of the ways we, one of the things about whiteness is it's inherently exclusionary. So a white person is, it's all about racial purity. To be white means you need to be genetically and racially and ethnically pure. So when you mix two black people, you get a black person. You mix two white people, you get a white person. But if you mix a white person with any other ethnic minority, you don't get a white person. We don't say, oh, they're half white. You say, oh, like a black person, a white person makes a black person. So, uh, but a black person, an Asian person makes 
ablation, a black Asian. So other minorities can mix. White yeah, exactly. can't mix with minorities. You lose your whiteness when you mix with a minority. So that's why when like people look at the demographics of, oh, the population of white people is going down, it's not actually going down. The yeah, people are still there. Yeah. It's just that once you get one drop of black blood or minority blood in you, you're no longer white anymore. You know, did, did, what did they? Was Barack Obama half white? Did people say, "Oh, he's a half white guy"? Nice, nice. We got a nice biracial president. No, they call him a black president. They emphasize the blackness. So that's why, like, when the white population in America is going down, it's because white people can only be repro- reproduced if they have sex and have kids with other white people. These motherfuckers so, think that they're elves. That's yeah. what they think. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. like as soon as you you lose your immortality you know like aragon if you have sex if if your parents are from different races you know yes. these motherfuckers think they're fucking pure they think they're fucking elves from valinor that are coming and living amongst this place and they you know this is insanity and you know and, and which is dumb because anyway but i do I, I know we're getting over time anthony but can i can we please talk about the coronation because i have a lot it's just really briefly there's a lot of really funny things about it have you been watching it have you been paying attention to it i, I saw a meme about Katy perry being lost looking for her seat i also saw That's something so about uh who's the pedophile guy prince charles or prince uh, andrew prince andrew yeah, yeah the pedophile guy um alleged he, alleged yeah Okay. <laughs> yeah, alleged. Alleged, alleged. Uh, alleged yeah. with the widely reported, but also alleged. Sure. Alleged. And there's photos. All, all, yeah. all facts of a criminal nature in this podcast are alleged unless proven by a court of law. Uh, I do want to say, yeah, I know, but man, it's really funny because I ha- we have never been alive during a coronation. And let's be honest, nobody gives a shit about the Dutch monarch being coronated. Uh, when, you know, but when the great Anglo-Saxon, uh, king gets, uh, coronated, apparently we're all supposed to care. So it's just really funny because it shows you how absolutely batshit crazy, uh, the idea of the British monarchy is. I mean, the whole, uh, being anointed by the holy oils. I can't believe it, they keep supporting those fucking welfare queens. Yes. And by the way, when uh, when when a uh, when a British person calls themselves a Republican, uh, what that means is that they're they want to get abolish the monarchy. That's what Republican means in uh, England, because they want to bring a republic. So one interesting uh, fact is anointing, because that's the part of the ceremony that us mere mortals are not supposed to view. Is where the is where the king gets a connection with God. And anointing has to do, you know, goes all the way back to ancient Egypt, where like the priest king would become a, you know, a pharaoh or whatever, because you know now they have that connection with God. So, so what they do is they 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 turn off all the cameras and they put them in a secret room, and the, a person goes there with holy oils, and the king is uh, King Charles is sitting on uh, a a, Brit- a a rock all the way from Scotland. That um that and that's believe it's called the stone of destiny because it has some basis in Irish mythology where Irish kings used to be crowned in it and then apparently it got brought to Scotland and for many generations Scottish kings would be crowned on it and when the British uh, conquered Scotland they took over they took the uh, the rock of destiny hold it back to the UK Westminster Abbey and put it under the throne so the king literally sits on it uh, when they sit on the throne. And, you know, they have all these fucking weird swords and regalia and all this stuff. And all of it has 
symbolic meaning and it's supposed to be like it's absolutely insane that we have to dress a 74 year old uh british guy uh in a fucking throne and now we all have to pretend he has a connection to god and we're all supposed to carry on the fact it's just it's absolutely insane that people would even carry on that tradition in the, in, after the scientific revolution and how long is this guy going to remain king i mean he's pretty old He's not in yeah. great health. So, no. you know, we're going to so see another we might coronation. Be lucky. We, we're going to get two we, coronations in our lifetime, well, almost certainly. Or or three. Or three, let's be real. We'll, or, if we're super lucky, this will be the final coronation. You know, uh, so... No, I know, because the monarchy's got a real public... Because uh, a lot of people associate the queen with the monarchy. So now yeah. that the queen's gone, it's like the public uh, opinion of the monarchy is not doing as well anymore. And like in reality, it's like all the arguments it's, there's a whole industry that's built on propping up the King and queen They're propagating uh, the yeah, monarchy, yeah. and making sure that it's protected. All their arguments are full of shit though. The King and Qu- queen cost the UK way more than they give quote unquote. Like, yeah, as if, like, famously, nobody ever goes to the Palace of Versailles in France, ever, because no, there's, no it's, ki- it's, there's, no, there's no king or emperor in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, play. once they, once well, they got you, rid of their king... You know king, when the king isn't there, it doesn't have any meaning. Yeah, yeah, king. people don't do tourism when there's no king or queen, you know? Yeah, so, France is, the, is the, no tourists. No yeah, so France. when people go visit Buckingham Palace, you know, they wouldn't show up if there was no monarchy exactly. so naturally and that's why the they do uh uh require a stipend of a hundred you know millions of pounds uh in the uk to support the family and then they also don't report all the costs like the coronation was millions of dollars 100%. 100%. and they just the government's paying for that but do you know how much his crown cost the imperial state crown just take a wild gander and how much it costs well it's probably you know millions of dollars i'm assuming Higher, keep uh, just a honestly guess. Higher, it's higher than a billion. Yes. Oh, so it's like priceless, basically. That's why it's it's worth either anywhere. It's been estimated one of his crowns. It's estimated to be worth anywhere between three to six billion dollars. Okay, that's the that's the worth of the materials and the jewels in it. One, and by the way, the, there were two coronations. They actually didn't coronate. Uh, they didn't coronate. Uh, they, they did coronate his wife Camilla too, but which is really kind of funny is that they didn't give her the crown she was supposed to wear because the crown that she was supposed to wear had a, a diamond in it that was so fucking large. Multiple countries are trying to ask for it back, but uh, because it belonged to it belonged to an Indian Raj, it belonged to the Mughals, it belonged to an Afghani Amir. And I even think, uh, you know, so you have multiple countries claiming it, and she didn't want to be insensitive, so she didn't uh, put it on. Uh, instead, she shows a, a, another extremely expensive crown. I mean, yeah. that's what's funny about the British royal monarchy is, like, they're just, so much of their shit is stolen from other countries. Yes. Like, in a way that, like, people try to compare other countries to the United States or the UK or the colonizers, and there's really not a comparison. Like, the UK fucking took priceless artifacts and refuses exactly. to give it back from well, everywhere in the world everywhere but ryan yeah, can we, i think well i will say one last thing one last thing i know i know but this is too juicy anthony i just want you to let i mean the day let's just hope for the day when the chinese become the overlords of the world 
I would love it if the Chinese premier sat on the U.S. Constitution and as part of like, I'm now, you know, hold it from America. They just sit on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to show the legitimacy of Chinese overlord power. Yes, when the Chinese eventually invade and uh, conquer America, that will certainly or, be... Or save us from a civil war, more likely, by a peace force. Okay? Yeah, That's, yeah, international I, peacekeeping force of Chinese. Yeah, led by Chinese because we're just killing each other. And yes. some idiots decide to invade Canada because they thought well, that's what they want to do. On that note, guys, now is the time for our closing remarks. Please like, Please like, subscribe, hit the button, reach out to us, comment, message me. I have no friends. I don't have a job. I'm homeless. Please just reach out to me. Click the bell. Follow us at our Twitter at Real Big Brain. If Twitter still exists, oh, we have it. by yep. the time you know, and also like, subscribe, follow us. Um, we have uh, many exciting shows planned in the future. Check us out. Ryan, have a lovely rest of your day. Play us off. Do 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 do